Yo, it's me, it's me, it's DDP. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. High five. High five. Hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern time right here, live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful parts unknown USA. It is me, <laughs> Michael D. Mullins. Uh, as always, you can find me over at Mikey90percent.com and right here at DDP Radio at DDPRadio.com. And of course, with me as always, and I just officially named her the official DDP Radio Canadian of the Year. I'm going to call it the DDP Radio Juno Award. How's that? <laughs> this is Crystal Stewart. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. I'm honored. I didn't even have a speech prepared. So, <laughs> well. Well, consider yourself in good company because um, speaking of award winners from Canada recently, um, the Bare Naked Ladies were going into the Canadian uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm a big fan of the Bare Naked Ladies, and Stephen Page getting back together with B&L for the first yep. time. And if you're in Canada, you know the significance of the Bare Naked Ladies. They were big down here, and they were huge in Canada. So um, I've been yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure the Crystal Stewart uh, Juno Award will top that headline tomorrow, so I apologize <laughs> to the Bare Naked Ladies for killing their their momentum. But um, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I'm cold, but that's nothing new. And, you know, yeah, we've had a busy day. So all in all, it's been a good day. How about you? Oh, I'm, I'm good, and, and uh, happy birthday to your, your own up there. I know you guys uh, broke – from the birthday party early to come come join us and, and co-host the show tonight. So we appreciate that. And uh, I'd like to apologize to your little ones for uh, taking you away from the festivities oh, no, to join us. There's only so but, much um, cake and if, a person can eat. Challenge accepted. No, <laughs> <just kidding>. uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, okay, here's the deal. Uh, we've been doing the DDP Yoga Warrior of the Week. It's not a consistent every every week thing. So I don't know, if, but the Warrior of the Week just kind of rolls off the tongue. But it's not a weekly thing because it's not just something we're going to give out, you know, haphazardly. We're going to find somebody who's worthy of it, somebody who's really just crushing it, and then we're going to deem them the Warrior of the Week. But it's not a weekly thing right. because you got to really be going over above and beyond to be able to be, uh, you know, nominated for one of these things. And I will be honest, I have been kind of pulled back from everything uh, in the community and on Facebook as I've kind of personally taken myself off of social media for a large extent um, just because it's just a, such a time sucker. So I have been kind of out of the loop with, with a lot of people, but we've gotten so many great suggestions. And, and Crystal, I know you've mailed me back and forth a bunch of submissions. And uh, we got one from Travis Roberts. And uh, yeah. despite the, the nomination from Travis Roberts, we decided not to hold it against her because she is killing it right now <laughs> and she is crushing it. <laughs> And uh, we're just going to intro her because she's got a really interesting story. And uh, Travis Roberts, I can already see, is on the line here, so we're going to bring him up in a little bit. Um, I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say about my uh, my knocking him. But um, without further ado, I, I want to I want to bring her on because uh, she's very interesting. She she won a scholarship to uh, Nick Dins Mortars Wrestling School. If you know him as uh, uh, the WWE um, uh, Eugene on the WWE. And uh, she's yeah. got a really cool story, really interesting story, and a lot of things she's overcome and a lot of things she's still overcoming and doing so with the warrior spirit 
that really represents what we're trying to do here with the Warrior of the Week. So, uh, Amanda, hello. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. Hi. So I just want to get the pronunciation of your last name right because I am I'm known to butcher last names. <laughs> so my last name is really easy. If you break it down, it's two words. It's men, men thing, men thing. Mm-hmm. Super easy. Okay. That just that just buried me. It's making it that easy. It just made me seem like an idiot. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I try. So, oh, I try. Um, so, well, welcome to the show, and congratulations. We, we really do try to go out there and find people that are really, truly worthy of uh, of this, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, award or honor, but, like, we like to f- highlight people in the community that are inspiring others because this community thrives on people inspiring people inspiring people. And sure. since I've started, there's been a long succession of, of different generations of DDP yoga people. A lot of people start at the same time. They connect and they bring and fire up the next crew and the next crew. And uh, that's how this program has evolved. And I know that since you've been coming on, um, we've got, uh, I got some information on you and I'm going to let you kind of tell your story. Um, but uh, you've had some medical issues, some setbacks in uh, mm-hmm. in your adult life, and yep. you refuse to let them define you, or let them hinder you, and you refuse to be coddled to because of them. You want to just participate like anyone else, and I'd like you to explain to us uh, what your story is and why you got started with DDP Yoga, the setbacks you've had, and uh, just let us know your origin story. What got you here? Oh, gosh, yeah, I could... Hopefully, hopefully I can condense this all into an hour because I tell you what, I could talk for a while. <laughs> so I'll just sit back. I've, I've, uh, you know, I, I've had issues with with my health my entire life, um, starting back when I was five years old. Um, I've I've been to doctors. I've sat in hospitals. I've I've been you know thrown through machines and testing and everything. And for me, that's always been like my normal, just because I'm I'm used to it. And um, when I was, oh gosh, I got to do the math and try not to make myself feel feel too old here. Um, but when I was 26, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Oh, and that you know that I I remember like the exact place I was at. I remember hearing it over the phone and I just you know people talk about their life flashing in front of their eyes and it's exactly what happened oh my god I I had just been married three months earlier and you don't know what to do you don't know what your response is or how you're supposed to how you're supposed to react nobody you know, nobody gives you, when you get a diagnosis like that, nobody gives you a handbook that says you're supposed to react this way. So I, I remember I had this week where I was just like, I, I felt horrible. I mean, I here I was, I was newly married. I was working a, full, a full-time job. I was going to school. And I, I just thought, is this it? Like, am I supposed to turn my life off? You know, what what do I do? And I had that week where I was just like, "This sucks. My life sucks. Like I, I don't, I don't know what to do." And I, I think when you get a diagnosis like that, that's that's okay. Like I got through that that good week, and I said, "You know," I took a deep breath and I said, "You know, you have this, but you can't put that in the forefront." Like, that's not going to be everything that you do with your life. It's just not. So I just put that thought in my head, like, don't quit what you're doing right now just because, you know, you, you have this diagnosis. And I had a couple of distant family members that had had it. And I had a great-great-grandfather that had MS. And he was – and I had a second cousin who had it. And her complications – she actually died just a couple of years ago of complications. And the medical community has, has come so far um, that the day that I was diagnosed, I was actually given a treatment. Um, and my physician was like, let's try this and see what happens. And it's funny because 
the more I thought about it and the more that I was thinking of all these symptoms that I was having, things were just clicking. And I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. Like, I have an answer to this. So I decided, I'm like, I'm picking up. I'm going on with my life. You know, I, I've never been a big person to work out, ever. Like, I just, I don't do it. I'm like, oh, I work, you know. And to top that off, um, a few years after that, when I was uh, 32, my husband and I um, have been going through infertility issues for quite a while. Um, and my OB had diagnosed me with endometriosis. We did surgery. And she told me, I don't think that, you know, you're going to be able to have kids on your own. So not only do I get this diagnosis of MS, they're saying, oh, by the way, you can't have kids either. Well, overachiever that I am, not only did I end up getting pregnant that next month, but I was pregnant with twin boys. That a girl. So, yeah. So, and, of course, my family was scared. They were like, oh, my gosh, what are you going to do? You know, you, my my grandma worked in the, in the labor and delivery unit for a very long time. She had seen things like this before. Well, long story short, I rocked it out to 36 weeks. So here I am. I have MS. I am pregnant with twin boys. I, I worked full-time up until I was about 28, 30 weeks, somewhere in there. Went to part-time until I had my boys. And... um. So, of course, here I am, MS, two boys running around. They're three years old. And if you can imagine the kind of energy that takes, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, trying to run around with them is, it's it's almost impossible. Um, during that time, I also managed to get my master's degree. So, Oof. I... I'm hopping around. I'm like, you know, trying to be a mom. I'm trying to be a working mom. I'm trying to be a student. You know, I'm I'm kind of navigating through things. And so through it all, I, I've kind of always had like my thing. It's always been, you know, I, I have to give myself to everybody else, but I also have to have my thing. Well, my thing for about the past 18 years now has always been wrestling. I've been a huge professional wrestling fan. Right after I got out of high school, one of the things that I started watching was wrestling. And I, I actually started watching it with my cousins, and later on they stopped watching it, and I kept watching it. So one of the very first, um, one of the very first years that I was watching it was when Nick Dinsmore was on. And, you know, it was back in the Attitude Era when things were a little bit different, and I, had, I always stayed a fan. So even, like, when I'm going through all this MS diagnosis and the infertility and all this stuff, like, the one thing that I could always go back to was wrestling and just watching it and getting caught up in things and loving the storylines, loving how athletic everyone was. And it just happens that a few years ago, Nick Dinsmore moved up to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is where I am. And he started a wrestling school there. And I actually had a connection that set me up to meet him before he started everything. And I told him, I said, if you start a school up here and you start shows, he said, you tell me when those shows are and I'll show up. So for me, and when he started up Midwest All Pro, um, I I missed the first show. And after that, I went to shows, not, not every single one, but I went to shows on a regular basis, and it's like this is my outlet. You know, this is this is how this is how I take myself away from everything that I'm dealing with right now, be it good or bad. Um, you know, when when you work when you have MS, you kind of have those good days and those bad days, and you know, on top of that, you're trying to fight with you know depression and anxiety, and you know, trying to give yourself enough confidence to to push you know push through every day. And I would just be so exhausted at the end of the day that I had I had nothing left. And there are days when I wake up in the morning and I I didn't even feel like I slept. I would just push myself through work because I had to. So um, stepping back a little bit, I went to you know these Midwest All Pro shows for for quite a couple of years. And one night, one of the wrestlers um, took a really bad fall and. 
he ended up breaking a couple of vertebrae in his neck. And I remember watching the fall going, oh, my gosh. Being a fan for so many years, you knew when something did not look good. And so he took this fall, and it was, it was devastating. It, it ended up he, he decided to retire. Well, with all the medical bills and everything like that, you know, it's not like wrestlers get health insurance. Um, so the next month they decided to do a benefit at the next show. And one of the things that, that uh, was being raffled off was this free semester to train with Nick. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to try it because I always wanted to do it. It's one of those things that's not, it's not cheap. So I'm like, this is an opportunity. You know, I'm going to see if maybe I can win it. Lo and behold, the show gets done, and I win the free semester. Wow. And I am just beside myself excited. Like, holy cow, this is, this is great. So I, I talked to Nick. I picked the time that I was going to start, October. I was like a week away from it, and I said, what in the heck am I doing? Like, really, I mean, I, I had talked to him before because when he was training for uh, NX, with NXT, and he had told me, he said, there's professional athletes that come in here and they can't cut it. Yeah. So here comes a little self-doubt, self-doubt in my mind going, if they can't cut it, what makes me think this girl with two kids and MS is even going to make it? I mean, that's ridiculous. No female had ever gone into Midwest All-Pro to train and com- completed the semester or even gotten in the ring for a show. Wow. So, so this little, you know, this little, like, voice is in my brain saying, don't do it. I'm like, nope, nope, we're going to do it. Went in that first night, because it was three nights a week. Went in that first night, trained. I came home. I walked in the door. My husband's like, how was it? I started crying. Like, I just completely lost it. And he's like, what? Do this. I said, the stuff that I did in there, I, like I said before, I never exercised. Like, I did not like exercising. That was not my thing. I said, I've never been through something so hard in my life. I just, I haven't. So he's like, well, he's like, just keep going. See, see what happens. So I went back the next night, did the same thing again. Like, I mean, it was what you go through when you're actually training to be a professional wrestler is unlike anything I think you have to do for any other sport. And it always bothers me when, when people call it fake because I have pictures of bruises that I got from taking bumps in the ring. Like that stuff is not fake. I actually, my very first bump, and I'm actually kind of proud of this, but it hurt. My very first bump I actually took from Nick off the rope. And I wasn't prepared for it. And when I came down, my body weight went right onto my elbow. And I had a, well, probably more like a tennis ball-sized bump on my elbow for a week. I mean, it's like this stuff is not, you know, not for the faint of heart at all. No, that's that's insane. First of all, I want to say real quick, just to get that real quick, the fact that you did this with MS is, is alone is is insane. People don't realize, and obviously they, they know nowadays it's more publicized for the athletics that go into wrestling. When I started training back in the early uh, late late nineties uh, up in New England with some old school guys, we did some promos where we had a, 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 a partnership with a local Major League Baseball team, like, you know, Major League, and we brought in some of the yeah. guys to work. And these guys are professional athletes that have been working, since, you know, professionally as athletes since they were probably 12 years old training. Because to be a Major League Baseball player, you need to be in it from an early age. They said going in there to train for a quick spot was the hardest thing they've ever had to do because people don't, uh, they underestimate because wrestling isn't, isn't running. It's, it's bumping. It's getting out. People don't realize that lifting somebody up takes a lot of like strength. The, the squats that you have to do every match mm-hmm. to pull yourself up. It's hard, but it's a whole different kind of hard. There are athletes yeah. that will get completely just, you know, crippled by the, by the intensity and just craziness of it. And they don't respect it a lot of times coming in, but I guarantee you they respect it going out. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Well, it's just like just like Dallas always says, you can't fake gravity. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's and gravity great. hated it sometimes. Oh, uh, sorry to interrupt. I was just I was just saying uh, I wanted to kind of put that in in the you know in context because people know that wrestling is is a hell of a sport, but they don't really realize how different of a uh, of an athletic uh, skill set it takes. And the, the the things that you're suffering from from MS are the very things that people need to kind of be overabundant in, in wrestling, you know, the, the pulling yourself up, the muscle, the squats, and, and to see you kind of uh, just thrive in that environment is crazy. So I just want to put that in context, but sorry to go ahead. Well, thank you. Well, and the thing was, I, when I went in there, I, one thing I've learned from having a mess now for almost 10 years is I listen to my body and what my body is telling me. So I told myself, I said, I don't want, because I'm training with all guys, mind you. Everyone, everyone is a guy. And I said, I'm not going to talk about my MS. Unless it comes to the point where I, I, I have to do something, I'm not going to talk about it. Because I didn't want people to put me in that box and treat me any differently than yep. someone else who would be coming in there. So I didn't say anything about it. And actually, a lot of people didn't find out about it until after I finished the training. So I was, I was talking to Nick one day, and I was like, look, you know, it's really hard to train as a female wrestler when you don't have any female wrestlers to train against. So I said, would you put me in as a referee? He said, yes. He said, actually, I was thinking about doing that. Anyway, so I started training as a referee, which people think, oh, well, you know, that's, they're not a wrestler. It's, it's different. I still did my I still did this wrestling training. Um, on top of trying to learn what it was like to be a referee. So I got to do my very first match in November of this past year. And it was such an awesome experience. I mean, to get into that ring, and it was so cool because Stephanie, his wife, who um, is is our, our host for all of the shows, she got to introduce me as the very first, female enrollee to Midwest All-Pro. And I was just like, holy cow, like, I'm seriously doing this. And just to go back to the training, that group of guys that I worked with, um, it's, what I, I love the most is to see these guys go out and just cut these heel promos and come back and just be the nicest guys. Like, just the the best teachers, they give you whatever knowledge that they have, anything that they've picked up from Nick. They were just the nicest guys and just the best people to train with. Um, so I got to do my very first match in November. Um, I did a few more matches at the show in December. So then my training was done. And Nick wanted to keep me on. Well, the hard thing about working and having medical bills and also having two kids that you're putting through daycare is it's expensive. Uh It's ridiculous. And to have the knowledge from Nick, everything that he knows, and to have him train you, that knowledge is priceless. And it's expensive. I mean, it is. And I, as much as it broke my heart, I had to tell Nick, look, I'm still going to be at your shows. I'm still going to support you guys any way I can. I said, but I, I have to quit the training for now. And it was, it was very hard because I wanted to keep doing it. Um, but it's three nights a week. You know, it's, it's taking away time from your kids too. And you just have to figure out like balancing everything. And that kind of gets into how, how my journey with DDP yoga started. Um, at the, about the end of December, which is, I was done training for a couple of weeks. I was like, you know, I really miss, like, working out and doing something. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing my energy level, like, come back down. Whereas I was having these amazing amounts of energy. All of a sudden, I was, like, starting to feel like my old self again with no energy and tired and I was like, all right, we've got to do something different. So my husband and I had brought up DDP, DDP yoga before. 
And I said, you know what? I said, let's just get the DVDs. We'll see what happens, you know. I'm one of those people who is really good at just buying something and thinking, oh, cool, I did this, and then not doing anything else. Like, it'll gather dust for a year before I look at it again. So I just, I remembered, like, when I was training, how good I felt and how much energy I had. And I said, you know, if you're going to do this, like, let's just do it. January 2nd was when I did my very first um, DDP yoga um, session. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing the DVDs, and I'm like, the hardest thing, I think, is you have to remember that you're accountable to yourself. You don't have to be accountable right. to anybody else. So, you know, with how busy I am, I'm like, when the heck am I going to do this? Like, really, you know, at night, I'm tired, and... I said, the only time I'm ever going to do this, if I'm actually, if I'm going to do it, is in the morning before everybody gets up. Like, before this entire house gets up, let's see if you can wake your butt up at 5.30 in the morning and do it. So I almost gave myself a challenge. Like, can you do this? Like, you got up and you went in the ring with Nick Dinsmore, and you trained for three months. Can you get up at 5.30 in the morning, put in a DVD, and just rock out before you go to work. So that was my challenge. And I'm obviously one, I don't, I don't want to start, I don't start off easy. So I'm looking at the beginner going, that looks too easy. So I jumped right into doing the advanced schedule. (laughs) And so I'm like doing it four days a week. And I, I started out really easy that very first week. And then I jumped into advanced I started noticing that Wednesday that I took off, which I'm following the schedule, following like Wednesdays I'm off. Like I am actually missing it. Like I am dreading Tuesday night where I'm like, oh, I don't get to do yoga tomorrow. So I'm, I started doing it and I actually started looking forward to waking up in the morning because I would go in, I would do my 30 minutes and I would have so much energy when everybody else woke up that I barely need my caffeine in the morning. Like, I was actually happy and a morning person. I'm not a morning person. Like, I hate mornings. But I'm getting up and I'm doing, um, you know, I'm doing, oh, gosh, I got to think of, I've got to think of the programs in my head. I skipped right over beginner, beginner. I was like, nope, nope. We've, we've been through all that. And I just, I was doing, you know, below the belt, I'm doing energy, I'm doing fat burner. And actually, um, yesterday I did my, I did almost an hour. I did, uh, I did strength builder and then I did red hot core. And I love, cause I have, I've got the Apple, I've got the Apple watch. So it keeps track of how many minutes that I'm working out. And I worked out for almost an hour and I'm sitting here going, I'm, like a, a year ago, if you would have told me you're going to get up at 5:30 in the morning and work out, I would have said you're stupid. I mean, and just the amount of of energy I have now, and you know, I'm like anybody with NF. I'm I'm still having like my good days and my bad days, and like some days I wake up and do it and think, oh God, I, I just I feel horrible. But you get up and do it anyway. And I'm only on my fourth week. I'm down five pounds. Um. My jeans are already looser. And my jeans are already looser. I can tell um, my my flexibility that I had back when I was in high school is starting to come back. Where I used to be so incredibly stiff. When I, could, when I started, when I bent over, I could maybe get to my ankles. I can touch the floor. And I mean, that's four weeks. And I'm that's thinking, if I'm, if I'm doing this in four weeks, you know, it's like, what am I going to do in four months? What am I going to do? What, what are things going to look like in a year? I mean, it's just, it's that constant, like, motivation and doing it in the morning and knowing that what you're doing is making such a huge difference, like, not only in in the way I feel, but I think it's, it's helping me deal with stress with my job better. Um, it helps me deal with stress with my kids because if you have two, three-year-olds, it's, it's it's like dealing with teenagers when you're at home. Um, mm-hmm. 
just just the the quality of my life and my my neurologist that I see for my my MS is very much into um, natural treatments and not wanting to shove a whole bunch of drugs at this, only giving me what I absolutely need and letting me take care of the rest. And I'm so excited to go see her in a couple of months and and show her what I've been doing and how, you know, I'm doing 30 minutes to an hour of yoga every day. I mean, I'm just, and I, I'm just excited to see her face and how proud she's going to be that I pushed myself to do all this. And, you know, there's always a saying that if I can do it, anybody can do it. But I'm serious. If, if I can do it, if I can find time to push myself to do this and, and try to make my life better for myself, for my family, one of the, the things that my neurologist told me a few years ago when I first started seeing her that really had an impact is, you know, with MS, you don't know what your next day is going to be like. Um, and it's so unpredictable. And she said, Amanda, she said, my goal is when your boys graduate high school, you are going to be walking at their graduation. You're not going to be in a wheelchair. You're not going to be using a cane. She's like, you're going to be walking by yourself. And I think that has always kind of been that in, in, in the back of my head, like, look, you know, and, and I owe a lot of this to Nick. I really do. Um, and then coming in and seeing, you know, Dallas and everything that he's done with the program, I'm just, I'm floored at how much I love this and how much I really want to do it in the morning. And even my kids sometimes will like, mom, mom, put yoga on, put yoga on. I mean, they're <laughs> three. But I, I just, if I can tell my story and inspire one person to change how they're thinking and maybe do things differently, I'll, like, that's all that, that I want. I mean, I, I want people to see that you don't have to take something that, that's such a negative and make it a negative. Um, there, the, one of my you, favorite quotes. Oh, don't go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. I interrupted. Oh no, I'm sorry. I, I was, I was, I was. Uh, no, I go for the quote. I want to hear this, and then I'll, then I'll say my so thing. One of my, one of my favorite quotes is is from a gal that I follow on Facebook. Um, her page is the Tube Fed Wife, and she, uh, she's really changed what people think of. She, she has uh, a disease where she has to go through chemo. Um. And she has a lot of, a lot of issues and she's just, she's so beautiful, but you know, you take her with off and then she's like, this is what a sick person is supposed to look like. And she's like, I'm sick, but I look normal. So anyway, her fav- the favorite quote that I got from her is you may have given, been given a cactus. You don't have to sit, don't on, have it. To sit on it. Exactly. And I'm like, oh. that's so perfect. In, in, I love that, and I know both you and Crystal have dealt with a lot of the similar things on a daily basis. And I love, first of all, when you said you have to find when you find time, like you, a lot of people, especially when they have kids and, and, and a husband or a wife or a job or whatever they've got going on, they feel guilty about taking the time for themselves. But that investment is is more of a gift for your children and, and your husband and, and whatever you know, people are in your life than, than anything. And some people look at that time as if they're being like selfish or, or I got to find time. No, that time is, is, is essential to your family because a lot of people, especially with MS or whatever it may be, they take that diagnosis and, and they just, they accept it and they let it defeat them. And I, I know it, it's kind of like the mentality with a lot of retirees. Once they feel, once they retire, they kind of just sit in defeat of like, I get nothing left to do, and that's when things go downhill. But as long as you keep yourself going and, and finding new challenges and finding new things and new goals to motivate you, I'm going to be at my son's graduation, I'm going to be this and that, like those are, those are what's going to keep you going. And that workout, you know, you've given yourself that time to, to, to give yourself uh, the best possible life for as long as you can for your family and for yourself that's the biggest gift you can give to your family and that's the biggest gift you can give to yourself is self-preservation and self-care. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
Yeah, I agree. And and I'm, you know, even if it is something where it's like five thirty in the morning, like just just do it. I mean, it's tough at first, and it's just it's getting easier and easier for me now to do it, knowing that's what I'm doing. Where everybody else is asleep, the house is quiet. It's like I don't have to focus on anyone but myself and what I'm doing. And then once that becomes routine, you know, it becomes second nature. It just becomes part of your process, part of your routine. And like you said, you know, you end up missing the days when you're not doing it. And I, I want to touch back on this because you talked about when you were going to the wrestling school uh, with, with Nick Dinsmore, and you said that you didn't want to, to kind of publicize your MS because you wanted to be, you know, treated like any other student there. I think uh, that's awesome. And, I think that uh, Barry Crimmins, a famous comedian, uh, you know, he called me lucky. There was a documentary about him recently, and the documentary was about his dealing with his abuse as a child um, from a babysitter, older man. And he said when people asked him, they said, well, do you want people to, like, give you trigger warnings or, or kind of tiptoe around the subject when they're around you? And he said, I don't want people to think, always be thinking of it in context of me, of my problems, Everyone's got their own problems, and I don't want that to be their focal point. When they see me, I don't want them to see my abuse. When they see me, I don't want them to see your MS. You don't want them to react to your MS. You want to react to you. And I think once you take that out of the equation and people just start seeing you for, for, for who you are, not what your illness is, or because I know for a fact I'm uncomfortable in, in situations where I'm around people with cancer or that are you know ill because I feel like, almost I don't know how to react to that because they're going through something so profound that I don't know what to say or know what to do. But once you kind of move past what's going on in the illness and looking at you for your MS or, or your limitations or making sure you're always, uh, are you okay? Are you okay? No, you can push yourself. You know your body enough to to get in there without any kind of um, you know uh, limitations or people putting, you know, a leash on you. Well, don't hurt yourself. And pushing yourself above and beyond, like that is so amazing because especially in wrestling school when it's that hard, <laughs> it's a brutal yeah. training process. And you could, I mean, if anyone had an excuse, it would have been you to just sit out things or not do things. And instead of using it to, you know, pull yourself away, you used it to push yourself all in. And I think that's so cool. I, you know, and, and that was, I think it was a challenge to myself. Like you can, you know, you can do this, but you have to, you can't have that negative self-talk all the time and say, no, no, I can't do this. Go in and do it. Because if you go in and I told myself, if you go in and you do this and you're successful at it, you know, you can do absolutely anything you want. And I've just, I've seen through doing the training and even through the DDP yoga workouts, um, just this confidence that I've gotten in myself and that tends to go um, transfer to my job and how I notice I get better at my job because I have more confidence that, you know, I've done these things that other people have tried and can't do. And it's just, for me, I always said the only, the only thing that's telling me that I can't do this is my brain. Yep. Like I have to listen. I have to listen to the part of my brain that's saying, "Yeah, you got this. You can do this." So, I, I think I, I really hope the people listening will will think of that and say, "What's one thing I don't think I can do?" And just run out and do it. Because as soon as you do it, it it's like it's like climbing a mountain. Like all of a sudden, you say, "I can do this." What else am I going to go do now? It's and I also really I also really and, hope, Oh sorry, go ahead. Oh sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go, I, go, I go, hope, go for it. I hope it's a good and it's an awesome story to tell my kids when they get older because they've got all these pictures of their mom in wrestling school, this famous professional wrestler and she did it, so I'm gonna go out and do something that I wanna do too. I mean that's that's what I wanna tell my kids. Like don't let any limitation that you think you have holds you back. You've got to push in and you've got to try at least. What an example to, to show for your kids. I mean, there's no better 
you know, there's no better way to inspire them than to, to not just tell them, you know, you can do anything but show them. And, you know, those pictures going back for, for, for you know, for years to come, you know, what do you mean you say you can't do that? You know what I did? And show a picture of mom in there, you know, wrestling these 300-pound guys. You know, you, you, what do you mean you can't do that? There's no better testament to, like, uh, to you know, a lot of times parents are a lot of talk, but nothing really sticks, like, when you can actually show them that you walk the walk, and, and that's, uh, amazing, and I don't have you and Crystal, you know, hooked up at all. Have you guys been talking at all? Because I find no. so much similarities between your stories, and I think you guys would be great, you know, people to kind of get on the same page with. I know, um, uh, you know, a lot of you guys deal with similar struggles and stuff. So I, I'd love to see you guys hook up too. But we have a few minutes left, but I want to bring Travis on here before it's too late because. Um, it's uh we got 20 minutes left and I uh, want to grab him because he was the one that, that brought you to our attention and uh, why uh, not bring him on and uh, let him revel in his glory for a second. <laughs> Vitamin C. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Hi, Travis. How are you, man? Hey. I, you know, and I and 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 this is perfect. I, you know, I, I Amanda, I saw your story, and you know, and I got to talk to you at the shows. I talked to you at 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 the school. I met you first at the school. Yep. You know, when yep. you talked about you the warrant, you got the free stuff. You and Richie were there, and you know, we talked about you know. I was, I was just getting in. You know, I've been going talk to Nick back and forth about you know doing something with him and doing the DDP yoga stuff with the guys and everything, and just you know being. Pleasantly persistent, <laughs> like I do, and uh, you know, <laughs> and then when I and then when I saw, you know, later on, yeah, pleasantly, pleasantly. How can I do anything else, right? Um, <laughs> but um, you know, and then when I when I started started seeing your post on on the on the DDP Yoga page, you know, and I started and talked to you a little bit more with, with the show with the uh, last show we did at the Icon, um, you know. And just the way you talked about you carried yourself and everything, and then that and what really struck me was that one post you you did your intro to to the group, and you talked about having you know MS twin three olds uh, you know uh, uh, kids and everything, and it's like going you know this is inspiring, this is this is awesome, you know. You, you know, this is the perfect opportunity to get your story out, and 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 this is strange, especially when you're doing stuff. We tell them about doing stuff like you know, not just like energy and fat burner, but stuff like stand up and strength builder. That those are no those workouts are no joke, uh, especially for somebody who's just been doing the workout for three to four weeks. Um, so yeah, it's just it, it was. I'm in awe of you. And I, I'm, I'm so happy that you are loving the program. And if there's anything that I can ever do to help out with your, with your stuff there, you know, you know, I'm here. You know where to find me. <laughs> yeah, I you know, know you can't get rid of me. <laughs> so that's one of the things I like to do too. Is that Saturday workout? You know, the Saturday workouts they do. Um, Nick, I have a. Jesse says he's going to bring a bunch of the guys over because uh, they're off this Saturday. Uh, they don't have a show or anything going on. So Jesse's going to – Jesse Shower, another of the Midwest All-Pro guys, is going to bring a bunch of the wrestlers to the Saturday workout and everything. And that's what, that's the one I like to do as far as the family workout goes. Um, and a few of them mentioned they have kids and everything, so they may bring the kids along and, you know, there's nothing better than not just doing the workout but doing the workout – with your family and and really pushing that inspiration with your you know, with your kids and everything saying how much you can accomplish and how much you know how much you can put the work in and make things happen so uh, like i said if there's anything anything uh that i can do to help you out with your journey please let me know i know where to find you yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thank you so much, man. And, and Travis, I, I just got to ask real quick, uh, and Amanda, you may be able to help with this. Uh, we're trying to book an event. If you can get Nick on board, we're thinking Josh McAdoo versus Travis Roberts in a lingerie pillow fight. <laughs> it would sell, sell, sell a lot of tickets. 
So we'll, we'll see if we can get that on the card because I think that's that's a money yeah. maker right there. I think Josh has more 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 the hips and more the Alaska you know the Alaska Stout or whatever else. So you know I might I might have some problems, but um. <laughs> yeah, those, 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 those Alaskan mountains will make some some strong thighs. So right. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I, I don't know why I said that. I, I apologize to everyone in the DDP Radio universe here listening uh, for the nightmare that uh, <laughs> I just inflicted on you. Uh, I love you, Travis. Uh, it's okay. No problem. Thank you. Oh, did I lose him? No, nope, I'm still here. And, and, and the fa- and, and and the other the other nice thing is that there's more than one person with the 605 area code that would potentially call into you know DDP radio. That's you know I just had to prove that I'm not the only one. <laughs> he is not. He's not the only one that lives in South Dakota. We have more than one person here. There we go. It's like the Dakota, the Dakota <laughs> World Order has taken over. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, shot, uh, well, thank you very much, man. Yeah. So, hey, no problem. Thank you. Thanks, Travis. Oh, no problem, man. Um, we got a few more minutes yeah. here. We're going to wrap up uh, in just a few minutes. But um, um, thanks for calling, Travis. I'll, I'll chat with you soon. Um, but I, I just want to say real quick, uh, Amanda, thank you very much for calling. You were a – oh, did I hang up with the wrong person? Is this – you still no, here, I'm Amanda? I'm still here. I'm, I'm still oh, okay. here. Still hanging. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank you for calling in. You were you were a delight, and and it was awesome hearing your story. And uh, I do want you to check back with us too, because you're four weeks in, and a lot of times when we have people on here, you know, people have been kind of chugging along for a while. So it's kind of cool to find someone at the beginning of their their uh, their their story, the beginning of their DDP yoga journey, and you've crushed it for mm-hmm. the first four weeks. And we love uh, you know your story. We love having you on here, but we want to check in with you down the line, see where you're at, because this is going to be a fun story to follow. And I know that there's a lot of people here in the DDP Yoga you know atmosphere that we have um, that don't have the similar issues, but also have health issues. And I think people who are overcoming their challenges and overcoming their obstacles, and not letting themselves be defined by it, but just barreling over them and not making them. You know, it's inspiring to so many people in this, you know, in this world that we have because there's so many people dealing with so many different things that we can all relate to challenges some more than others. And the more sure. people who are just sitting there owning it, the more people we're going to get fired up to kind of just rule the world. So uh, we really appreciate you coming on with us. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on and. Um, being able to, to share my story because, yeah, I, I do like to be able to get it out and, you know, maybe inspire somebody to, you know, who might be kind of down in the dumps about things they're going through to help them through it. Um, I know I've had a lot of good friends who have helped me through some really tough times. So if I can inspire someone, that's that's great. I mean, that's that's what motivates me. So I appreciate you guys giving me the time to call in and share my story and talk to you guys and meet you guys. Sort of, sort of right? <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Thank you. It was it was a delight, and I appreciate it. And like we said, this this company, this program thrives off of generations of people inspiring the next generations. Because you can put up all the billboards you want, put up all the infomercials you want. There's no greater testament to people showing people and just kind of spreading the word and showing them what they've done and what it's done for sure. them. So, uh, you know, keep doing your thing and keep surrounding yourself with great people in the community. Even that little, little twerp Travis Roberts over there. You know, <laughs> like, there there's very few people that I can, I can totally just go toe to toe with like as, as a guy. Cause you know, on the internet, especially when you haven't met people, you don't know, really know people's vibe. And there's people like Josh and Josh McAdoo and Travis Roberts and Nolan Bobbitt and Garrett and the crew that we just were relentless to each other. So it's fun. And it's all in good fun. And don't tell them I said this, but I actually love Travis Roberts. If you tell anyone, I will find you and I will kill you. But I love I Travis. Amanda, will... nothing. Amanda and I are going to take out a billboard. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll keep, uh, I'll keep uh, North or South Dakota off my, uh, my, uh, my traveling schedule. 
<laughs> but, um, well, I don't know. You might, you might want to come to a Midwest All Pro show. They're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would love to. It sounds like a great organization, and I know uh, Nick is 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 a great trainer. And I, I've worked with Jim Cornette for quite a while now, doing some stuff for him. And, and I know that he speaks the world of Nick. And seeing his stuff down in Ohio Valley is 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 bittersweet because I know he got the Eugene thing, and I think that's great for career longevity. Because say what you will about the Eugene thing, you know he's he was a great worker, Nick Dinsmore. And say what you will, but when he goes out there at a local show in that Superman outfit, there's nobody who gets a better reaction, and nobody's, you know, getting the crowd pumped up more than him. So that's no, big, it's, it's uh, magic. It's, it's magic when he goes out oh, there yeah. and does that. That's it's awesome. No, yeah, he's 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 fantastic, and he's a pro. He's he's great. But um, Crystal, I I know you're kind of detoxing from the birthday party, so I'm going to leave this up to you to finish this off because. Well, we got a we got a quote from the Canadian quote master and the DDP Radio Juno Award winner. Juno Award winner. Oh, good lord! Um, tonight's <laughs> quote is just one I pulled off of the dungeon wall, and it's actually really very simple. And having Amanda on just kind of fuels the fire a little bit more. And the simple quote is: "Don't pace yourself, push yourself." I love it. Love it. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And, and we'll explore nice. what this dungeon wall is next week because I don't like, uh. I, if I hear screams <laughs> coming if I hear screams coming from the radio, I'm gonna call the authorities. But I don't even want to know. Know. I'll just keep myself ignorant. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and has anyone seen Travis Roberts lately? <laughs> uh. Amanda, right, it's been a uh, pleasure. Thank you, guys. It's been wonderful. All Please right. Well, thank you very much. Will you, yes, absolutely. Everyone stay in touch. And Amanda, we'll be checking in with your journey soon. Um, don't forget the DDP Yoga, uh, uh, the, uh, the retreat coming up in July, the Chris Jericho Cruise. Uh, Dallas is going to be a part of that, too. we got some big things coming up at the Performance Center. There's uh, a lot yep. going on. Uh, we got DDP, uh, the finale of the new show, um, Superstition on uh, yep. sci-fi things are happening things are hot things are crazy you can check it out all above at ddpyoga.com and until next week goodbye farewell goodbye. and remember to never ever ever give up and to remember to own your life there are a lot of great people in the community come back next week show you some more see ya see ya <laughs>